Hey guys, I'm Laura and I'm Anna and welcome back to your weekly dose of relatable content, questionable advice, lots of laughs, and as always, girl vibes only. Hello everyone. Hi. Welcome back to Girl Vibes Only. I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm Anna. And I'm Lar. That would have been cool if we said it at the same time. I uh, yeah, it would have been a rush, though. Let's, let's try One, it. two, three. I'm, I'm Anna. <laughs> We're obnoxious. <laughs> this is like our like 20th thing we've Yeah, we've today. done a lot today. It's been a packed day of I can't believe we still have things to talk about. I the two of us, just the appers, you know, we don't shut up. And we're hanging out tonight. Yeah, and then we're going to go get dinner with our other friend and continue to yap away. What could I possibly have to talk about? Let's well, so see. This is like, I think we talked about this um, in the very beginning of our first season mm-hmm. or maybe our second season. I forget. But we used to just talk for like two hours before we would record. Mm-hmm. And we were like, why did we do that? Because now we also have to record for two hours. Yeah. And we could have included some of the stuff. Mm-hmm. And so now we've gotten a lot better. We've gotten a lot better, but our episodes have just gotten very, um, I was going to say tang, like t- on, on tangents. tangents. Is there like, like tangible? No, that's not the word. No, I don't know. That is we a word. Go, it is, word. but not the same one. No. Um, we go off on tangents a lot, but I think you guys like it. I, um, yeah, I think you guys like talking Yeah, it seems to like us the consensus us. is you like when we ramble. Um, if not, we can ramble. let us know. We can continue to ramble. <laughs> we'll, we'll shut up if yeah. you want us to stop. Yeah, seriously. Tell us to shut the hell up. Um, well, this episode, I think, is going to be good because... This is, like, on a serious note. Yeah, we haven't had a professional work-balanced episode in the season yet. Yeah. So, and usually we do. We, mm-hmm. we have a couple throughout. Um, and I think that this is a good thing because it kind of stems off a couple conversations we've had in the past. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're talking about developing ourselves professionally. Yes. Professional development, if you will. Yes. So this is semi-oriented towards more corporate life. Um, we both work in corporate We both do. Jobs. But I think it applies to any type yeah. of job, especially the ones who are currently working from home. Honestly, I feel like some of the things, even just in the four months now that I've worked in corporate, corporate America, um, I feel like the things I've done in corporate America could have easily been used in my nonprofit job that would have oh, made yeah. it a lot better. Not saying that corporate is like end all be all or the greatest thing because it's not, but right. like- I think this is some of this stuff is definitely things you can use throughout. Oh, um, for sure. I mean, technically, I don't li- work at a corporate organization. Yeah. I work at a hospital. So, I mean, but it's still. I, mean, I work at a corporate hospital. Yeah. So, we, we have very similar mm-hmm. jobs, um, yeah. kind of. So, so, anyway. So, what we're really. I have come across in a lot of conversations with my friends and family, and then especially at work. This has come up a lot lately because I think people are starting to feel, you know, this episode's coming out after like around one year of the pandemic. Like literally this week will be a year. Yeah. So it's like very timely. So I think people are starting to talk about it. So I think it's fucking wild. I mean, one, that's just insane. Like this coming Friday of last year, I went into work and was told, pack up your shit. I was going to say, do you remember like exactly I, where I you were? Remember, cause I remember it because on Thursday, the day before, 
my company had a big celebration. We had the day off and went to Normandy Farms for a big celebration of our rebranding and everything. Or this is my former company. And we went to Normandy Farms, had a full day of like presentations, talking about all of our rebranding. We're together eating and everything. Next day I came into work. Um, I was there for maybe an hour or two and we had like a serious meeting come in. They're like, pack up your things and go home. Like you're going to be at home for the next two weeks, like bring your monitors and stuff. And I wasn't going to bring my monitor. I was like, it's two weeks. I'll just bring my laptop. I don't feel like bringing it out. But then everyone was bringing their monitors out. So I was like, I should. Good thing I did because we never went back. That's insane. I I remember. So mine was a little bit more serious mm-hmm. we had so I work at a hospital well, and you're like communication end too yeah so, so we got an alert and an Everbridge alert they're mm-hmm. called and it was basically saying that we had we had the first exposure in PA I remember that yeah I, re- I remember that so it was linked to one of our um employees I'll say I want to be generic um and so we were called in to something called the command center. It's like a literal official. There's someone from every department. You sit around a round table and like you don't speak until you're spoken to. It's like you report out about it. And I remember that whole week we were in crisis mode mm-hmm. about it. And I remember we started doing these live town halls for all boys. We have yeah. a 21,000 employee base. Mm-hmm. So we had a ton of people. And we would, we're doing it every day at noon, mm-hmm. every single day. And I remember we were sitting there on, um, I think it was that Friday the 13th. Yeah, it was, 13, like it was the 13th. Friday the 13th. Mm-hmm. I remember. And we were sitting around and I remember this one girl who totally can't read the room. She interrupted one of the other speakers and was like, excuse me, breaking news. The CDC just reported this a pandemic. And the room fell silent. Yeah. Like, and she listens to me because she was like near me. And I don't know this woman from anyone. Yeah. And she goes, should, should I have said that? I was like, probably not. That's not, not how time, we would have Karen. announced it to the whole no. organization. But I remember it was like a moment where we all were like, no, it's, it was really scary. And I know like my, obviously my background is public health. And so I remember like a lot of my, college friends were like texting me like what does this mean blah 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 and I was like realistically not like I've never lived through a pandemic Mm -hmm. in my entire life obviously I've like learned about them what they are everything like that the different pandemics that have happened or epidemics that have happened like in our lifetime but it is scary because the issue with any pandemic is you don't fucking know and so like everyone had tens of thousands of questions which makes sense but like I like I remember my parents too they're like asking questions I'm like I don't I your guess is just as good as mine like I have no idea that's literally the issue with pandemics yeah so I and I think like where I was going with that is we all were in survival mode for like a solid year like I think maybe the past couple months things have started getting more operationalized Mm -hmm. but I think people were kind of just like I hope I keep my job I hope I'm able to stay home I'm scared to go to the work office like it was different like you Mm -hmm. weren't really thinking about developing yourself no it was literally just getting through the next few months yeah like because no one knew what Mm -hmm. was going to happen yeah and I think that and that kind of Well, we're going to get into this. Yeah. I was on like the job hunt during the pandemic. And I feel like even just my decision to look elsewhere was so, it took me like, I thought about leaving for months before it actually happened. Yeah. And I feel like that process even got slowed down because it was a lot of like, 
well, I, next year I might be promoted next year. This might happen. Like it's just hard right now with the pandemic. And like, obviously it's such like a catch all because obviously I was grateful to even still have a job that like was necessary and needed and like, you know, pretty stable. And obviously the company, like every company, no matter what industry you're in was like hurting at some point. And it was, it was like, kind of like, you didn't want to feel ungrateful about like not being fulfilled at job when like, you're just Mm -hmm. lucky to have one. But like, these were issues for me that I had with the job I was at that I had pre pandemic and like the pandemic kind of just like exacerbated it. Yeah. So I feel like that was even more of like a you know, most people or a lot of people was just like, let's just get through these next couple months. But then when you already were, I don't want to say unhappy, but looking for more growth opportunities, even prior, it was even harder once that was put into place. Yeah. And I think that like now that we're hitting a year and like, I've had personal conversations in my life where I kind of use that as excuse. And I I kind of caught Mm -hmm. myself saying like, you know, I know that it's a really weird circum like circumstance right now, and I know that unprecedented time. Yeah, like, uh, <laughs> but like, I know that this is like weird. And they stopped me. The person I was talking to was like, "You need to look out for you, though. You know that, right? And like, you need there. I we get it. Yeah. There is, you know, nuances about it. But like, you need to make sure you're developing yourself. And I was like, oh. So like, yeah. So like, how do you do that? Like, if you're like Anna, and we're gonna like get into it, but like, you know if you wanted to move jobs or still want to move jobs now, or if your whole new life, your new work life, you don't like it anymore because of everything that changed, you want to move. How do you do that Mm -hmm. when we're, we're still in a weird environment and like, how do you network with people when you're only from home? And like, so we're going to get into all of that, but I think I want to start with your experience. Mm -hmm. So you hinted at it, yeah, but you obviously found a new job, interviewed for a new job, started a new job all during the pandemic. So like, how, how was that? Um, so it was definitely weird. I actually, this was the second job or third job that I have. The job I have now was the third job I interviewed for during the pandemic. The first job was at my comp, my old company. I interviewed for another position. Um, like it didn't work out that whole, scenario was also weird because it was the fact of like you know telling my current manager I was like had was interested in another job at that company but mm-hmm. it was like how to do all virtual that was weird um another job I was interviewing to be a contract tracer um but I just ultimately was like it was kind of one of those I feel like any in any job search it's hard because obviously like statistically speaking, you apply for a lot more jobs than you even hear back from. Yeah. And so it was a lot of, I feel like the contract tracing job was just like, I was getting like fed up and just like, you know, like irritated with either not getting called back or learning about a job and realizing it wasn't exactly the right fit for me and things like that. And so that was kind of another scenario where I got further into the interview process. And I was like, you know, I feel like I'm just like, look, like, actually giving this job a chance because I'm like just like wanting to get out or whatever I want like my whole I didn't hate my old job at all I loved it it like seriously it took me a while to even like say yes to even looking for a new job because it was such an amazing company I don't have one bad thing to say it was literally just like lack of growth opportunities yeah and that's exactly what we're talking about today um so then the job I have now was the last job that I obviously interviewed for. And the interview process was, I kind of liked it because it was all obviously um, 
virtual, like yeah. over Zoom. And it was nice because I got to have like my notes in front of me. It like took the edge off of going into an actual work environment. And um, it was just nice to like be th- uh, on FaceTime and like have a sweater on and like pajama pants. And, mm-hmm. you know, I have to say I went through three rounds of interviews and I I really liked the whole virtual job interview process because I'm someone who I get really nervous, like obviously going into a situation like that. And the fact that I could be in the comfort of my own home. And two, if you're interviewing while having a current job, it was nice because normally that would be something I'd have to take PTO for. And each one of those interviews, I just took my lunch break. Yeah, you know what that's I mean? true. So there was like a, a lot of perks of be, having a Zoom interview. And I that was a part of the process that I like really, really enjoyed. And I thought it was great. So though you like the virtual interview experience, did you ever did it ever cross your mind that you could be the first to go if you do go into a new company? Like I know that was a lot of feedback I heard from people looking for jobs that they mm-hmm. were nervous to look for new jobs because like they kind of had a sense of security yeah. where they were you and know, first in first out or right last in first, first out. out yeah like was that ever a concern um it definitely was but I think as fucked up as the sounds it was it, it was it was a concern and that was like at any you know um job I was applying to that obviously there was times I was like, you know, I don't know how stable this is, especially for a lot of the research type of positions that I um, was applying for. But the job I had now, I feel like this sounds really fucked up, but like I work for a massive healthcare corporation. Our company's pretty secure just because, yeah, I hate to say this, but like hospitals are profiting off of a pandemic, especially a for-profit hospital. So I know that that sounds fucked up. It's just the case. Um, So there, I wasn't concerned for the, the, for the company that I'm currently at. Like I knew that like, I didn't think that there, and that was the other big issue. I, I don't know how I didn't even touch on this yet with the pandemic was I feel like there was even so many more jobs that I applied for that I would apply for. And then a week later, I got an email and it was at CHOP a lot. Mm-hmm. We're no longer hiring for this position. We're on a hiring freeze. Is that yeah. other? And that was really frustrating when I was on the job search of like so many jobs that would be posted that I would apply for and then just find out, oh, sorry, we're actually not. We're on hiring freeze now. Um, so that was like really discouraging and it took, you know, that was like frustrating to deal with. But I felt like if a company wasn't on a hiring freeze and actually my company was hiring for several positions, I took that as like a good sign. Well, that's exactly, I'm glad you felt like that because that's kind of the advice that was given to me Mm -hmm. through people was they wouldn't be hiring if If, that was the case. Like they did go on a hiring freeze, certain, certain, you know, companies, but it, yeah, you know, that, that meant, okay, let's yeah. pause. We're not going to do anything. Like they would rather pause than have to furlough exactly. or let somebody go. But if a job is looking for it, then that means that they need it. Like, exactly. I think that's like part of our advice that we should share is like, if you're nervous about that, get it. Understood. Yeah. It's definitely it's kind a, of, it's a valid concern. Yeah, right now. for sure. But just know that there is a sense of security that if a job is looking for someone, yeah, it's because they need it. And also like you're going to provide value. Like yeah. you're providing a value yeah. that they didn't have before. I think now more than ever, a job 
posting that they're hiring, it should be taken even more into consider in yeah. consideration of if the job is stable or not. Because in any other market where the, you know this isn't going around, a company still might not be totally stable, but could still be hiring. Right. And in this market, I feel like only truly like stable financially, like fiscally stable companies are hiring right now because it's like you know, uh, which is super unfortunate. I'm not. Right. It's like a sh it's a shame, but that's just kind of how I looked at it. Was if the company was actually hiring and there was multiple positions hiring, then I took it as a good sign. Yeah. Um, but obviously that is still like a concern, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, it kind of was just like, it was time for it to happen. And then um, how has it been since you obviously got the job? You've yeah. been there for how many months now? Like four months now. Four months. So is it, you've never met your coworkers. I've never met my coworkers in person, so crazy. which is really crazy. Um, I, I really love my job. I feel like it's just the total opposite of the position I had before. Um, it's not at all what I ever saw myself doing. Um, I work in, technically, I work in a supply chain department. Um, and that, I mean, my background is public health and health policy. It's, like it's not at all what I had, like, expected myself or where what I saw for myself. But I really like the job. I feel like my strengths are, like, what are needed to be good at a job like this. Um, so I really like it. I'm someone also who likes working from home. So that's like not a struggle for me, but I have to say like training and stuff in a new job from home, fully remote is a bit challenging just because you don't get that whole, especially from my experience of training at my old job, you don't have that opportunity to just like pop in for a quick question. Yeah. Obviously you have like Skype and IM and stuff. And like, I do obviously utilize that, but I feel like I could, I could really benefit from the opportunity of like working on something and just going over to someone's staff and just being like, Hey, like, how do you, can you just remind me of this again? Something like that. And like, you don't have that luxury of obviously working from home and being virtual. Um, so there's like that whole aspect. Mm -hmm. And also I feel like I'm very much like a visual learner. So I need to like do something myself in order for me to understand it. So I feel like the first um, month or so of, you know, training, it was very much just me kind of shadowing. I'm now actually doing like the work myself. Um, but I feel like that that whole like first like month or so of just shadowing was ch challenging for me because I don't retain information that way. Um, so that what whereas I feel like if you were in office, it's a lot of doing it yourself, like you working through it your like self and everything like that. So um, that that was definitely challenging. Yeah. Also, my job is like very meeting heavy, which my old job was not. So that's new for me in general, mm -hmm. but now um, I can't, I've never been part of a job that's in person and super meeting heavy. So I don't know, I can't really compare it. So I don't know that I mind necessarily that everything's through Zoom and like yeah. I have like six Zoom calls a day. Um, I will say though, a lot of my job is like um, building relationships with people. Yeah. And it is a little hard, especially when you're the newest. I, I don't even mean on my team, just in like our customers and people that we deal with. Um, you like, it's good to have like build a relationship with the people that you're working with and collaborating with. And it is a little challenging, especially when like you're the new person to like kind of, um, 
find the middle ground of being like silent on the call because you're learning but also contributing yeah so there's that kind of like where I feel like if you were in person it'd be easier you know to do that type of thing so I feel like that's honestly been like the biggest struggle but it's not it's not terrible I have to say I feel like I've still um I I know I just think for any job you have to be there a year to fully for know sure. your role, yeah. know what you're doing, feel comfortable doing things. And also this is, like you said, this is all you know with this job. Yeah. So you don't know any different. Exactly. You might end up going in person and being like, God, bring me back. Yeah, so, like, and that's very possible. Right. Um. So, yeah, I know it's definitely been like a really weird experience. Um. My, I'm really grateful because my um, group – we do um, Zoom calls like every other week of just like catching up with each other. That's nice. So I do feel like I know my coworkers, obviously not super, super well, but like enough where they're like, how would, or like I'll tell them what I'm doing this weekend. And then next week they're like, how is that? Or whatever. And like my one coworker, she also has a Peloton. So like we've talked about that with the past couple weeks. Um, so I've definitely been able to like, I'm happy that we have that opportunity. And I think that that's helped out a lot of like learning, um, you know, you know, just being, having like a rapport with your coworkers. Um, so yeah. Yeah, no, that's, that's good. I'm glad it's, it's obviously going well. And I'm hoping that that's the case for, for a lot of people who had started like my team members, um, they both started and haven't even met each other officially, like yeah. the, the two girls under me. So it's it's a weird time. And like, so since we were talking about all of this like professional development, we kind of were like, what are ways that you can continue to do it virtually for a lot of people um, and, and still be making sure you're focusing on yourself. So like some ways that you can actually make sure hey, wait, I, this is my career. Like mm-hmm. I need to make sure I'm like moving up the ladder, not just like getting my checklist done every yeah. day. And I, I just have to say before, like we move on to that, if you're in a position where you're at a job where you don't see yourself necessarily growing and stuff, I think, and I did this too. I think you, you get so used to being like, oh, well, I'll wait for six months and see if anything changes. And especially jobs, you know, it's very like gaslighting because they can give you just a little, and I was so like that where it was like, you know, like, you know, wait, oh, you just start doing this thing. That's great. Like I'm going to move you up to and start doing this type of hard thing. And I'd be like, okay, like, and you hold on to that and you hold on to that. And then it's like, okay, maybe the promotion will come now. And then it's like, oh, well we can't cause we need to do this, that, and the other first. And it's so like, it's very HR. I don't want to say HR, but like jobs can be very gaslighting. Yeah. And if that's how you say that, I don't know. But, um, I just have to say, if you are feeling like unfulfilled and you're you're going to continually give yourself six months. And I think if you're finding yourself doing that, it doesn't hurt to go look. It doesn't hurt to go um, on interviews. You can turn a job down. It doesn't hurt to do those things. So I think if you're in that position, I feel like honestly, and I think we talked about this in the success episode, like when you're in, in your career, kind of taking note as to what you find like value in. Mm-hmm. And for me, I found in my last job, the idea of like growth is something really, really important to me. And if I'm doing like really mundane, mundane tasks or things that like, I'm like, you know, I feel like I got to the point in my last job where I could like 
literally be asleep and get work done. Yeah. And I don't want to ever be in that position. So I, I know career growth is important to me. Yeah. So I think like when it came to finding a new job, I'm really happy because I found a job where like I can grow a ton. Yeah. And so I think there's just, I just have to put that out there because yeah. I've totally been in that position where like you keep getting, Oh, we'll wait another three months. And it's always another six months. Pandemic is a crotch right now. Yeah. So you can be like, Oh, when it's, when it's over, yeah. things are easier. But but really the interview process and everything like that couldn't yeah. be easier at the moment. Obviously the, there is like the part of like, you know, there are jobs or companies that are, aren't hiring or on hiring right. freezes, things like that. And obviously that it does suck. I'm going to be honest, but, um, it's not impossible. So yeah, I just you have to still find the right spot. Yeah, for, for sure. No, that's, that's good to include. Yeah. So if you're currently at a job and you are thinking these same thoughts and you're like, how do I grow professionally? Like, so if you were still at your old job, yeah. you weren't leaving, whatever. Mm -hmm. How do you grow yourself professionally? Yeah. So we have a couple ideas. So I'll go through a few that okay. I've been practicing or that I've been told mm -hmm. in just my history. So the one thing you mentioned popping into people's desks mm -hmm. or cubicles or root offices isn't something that we can do anymore. Yeah. So I am missing, especially my department was very like they would, it's the type of apartment, like uh, apartment department that was always had some fun things like yeah. a baking contest or like, you know, guess how many Twizzlers are in the jar. Like yeah. it, it always had something to kind of just like keep the lightness of it. And there are people I would talk to all the time that I wasn't necessarily office best friends with. Yeah. And now I don't talk to them at all. Mm -hmm. So I think taking time to schedule like a virtual coffee or lunch date with those people yeah. for just like 20 minutes, 30 mm -hmm. minutes, catch up. You know, I said like the coffee thing, because it might be easy to catch someone at the beginning of their day mm -hmm. and be like, let's have our coffee together. Let's talk. We used to have our coffee in our break room yeah. together. We can't talk. And that's been helpful just to keep the networking piece alive, yeah. even though they're not necessarily people that are going to help me advance my career, they might be like, oh my gosh, have you talked to so-and-so? They're yeah. doing X, Y, and Z. And just kind of keeping your name and at the top of people's thoughts. That's how I got the job I have now is total networking. Yeah. That's why it's so important. Like you yeah. never know when they're going to leave mm -hmm. to go to a company that you love. That's exactly what happens. And <laughs> Right. Like, so it's like, yeah. it's something that is important and you though you might want to be, it's so easy to just be on your computer and not worry about yeah. it. It is a good thing to just have quick and you don't have to do it all the time. Like be like, Hey, like, you know what, once every six months, yeah. let's have a little lunch date, you know, to be yeah. able to talk. Mm -hmm. So that's been, been helpful. No, I think that's definitely huge. Um, another thing, and this might be specific to my company. I know not every company has a ton of like virtual events. Like I think I've talked before. My company has lots of like clubs for lack of a better word. Like we call them employee resource groups, yeah. but they are, you know, there's one called the women's employee resource group. So they have a lot of events around women. They have panels where they have women speak about raising kids mm -hmm. and working or just working and being a woman in the workforce and how do you like move up. So those used to be in person mm -hmm. and it would be a whole networking event. You would have food and drinks yeah. and get to talk and meet people, shake hands. I'm like, you know, during pandemic could never. Yeah. So like now <laughs> <Trigger>. <laughs> they, they have them virtually. Yeah. 
And it can seem so lame to attend something like that virtually because it's not the same. It's different. You don't get to network as much. Mm -hmm. But what I found is like if you attend an event, networking is very limited, but maybe you pick up something one of the panelists say Mm -hmm. or write, jot down an extra question that you want to ask and follow up with them later and be like, hey, I attended this panel, thought it was so great. Can we have 15 minutes to like... I want to pick your brain about more questions. Mm -hmm. Now you're connecting with a leader that you normally would not connect with. Someone in a different department probably. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, and use it to your advantage. Like if it's someone you're like, oh, I love that department. I would love to learn more about it. Weasel your way in and be like, hey, let's talk about this. And plus, can I ask you how you love your department? I'm interested in maybe moving there one day. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No, I think that's right. And like kind of going off of what you said with about like employee resource groups, my company does the same thing. And I think it's so awesome. I love um, it. We have like, we have like fun committee and like things like that. Is that what it's called? Fun committee? The one is called the fun committee. That's so cute. Um, yeah. And it's just like, I feel like it's really cool to like, you know, to have those opportunities. We have like a um, young professionals one, mm-hmm. which is really awesome that like I'm a part of. Um, and so it's nice though, because it's all like Laura said, like they're employee run. And I don't know, like if you have this type of environment or whatever at your workplace, but it's nice because what we do is every month, especially in the young professionals one, each person in the, um, each of the like higher ups, I guess you could say specifically in the young professionals group, um, each month you have, we have a meeting and, there's a new person each month that does a presentation on a career development topic, which is really cool cool because you're learning from like execs or higher up in your department about a specific topic, which is really awesome. Like we did one on emotional intelligence and things Mm -hmm. like that. And so it's really nice and it gets people, especially everyone in the young professionals group that I'm with are also fairly new people, which has been really cool. Mm -hmm. And like, you know, it's very discussion based for us to talk and like learn, which has been so awesome. And then within my specific group, when we have our monthly meetings, just as a whole group, we do the same type of thing where each of us um, is assigned one of the presentations a month and you can pick any topic you want, but it typically it's some sort like, um, yeah, I don't know, like if you're strong at Excel, you can do like a presentation like to your colleagues about Excel tips and like it's really helpful for people who maybe either don't know the skill set or whatever. Um, so you can kind of or like last month we did had a presentation on how to give a corporate presentation to executives. Wow. It was literally yeah. a presentation about a presentation. But just like things like that, kind of using like your own employee network of like my, you know, whatever my strong suit is, maybe teaching it to someone else and vice versa. Mm-hmm. So I think like even within like your empl- like you, your colleagues and stuff, it's really useful to like learn from them and use them as a resource. Mm-hmm. So if that's not something your company offers, even just if you want to like suggest it within your small group or whatever, I think it can be really beneficial. And like, you're going to look awesome by suggesting some sort of career development opportunity like that. So um, I think that's been super helpful. And I really like enjoy that part of it. I love that. I think that's such a great idea. And if your company doesn't offer things like that, 
use like LinkedIn right now or something to find because things are virtual. Like think about it. All these conferences I used to spend thousands of dollars on to attend, to live there, to, you know, eat everything like that. Now a lot of them are either way lower in price Mm -hmm. or free. So because they're virtual. Yeah. So just like take a look because again, networking opportunity, you never know who you might meet. You never know who you might be able to like be like, wow, I'm interested in what they do. But at the very least, you're able to learn something new and to continue to practice. So that way, when you are ready to maybe make the next step in your career, um, you can follow through and say, I've done all of these things to help better myself. For sure. And I think there are always, especially, you can always ask too. I feel like most companies do offer like, um, what are they called? Like, you know what do you call them? I don't want to call them extracurricular learning activities, but like, I don't know. Like stretch assignments? Um, not necessarily, but like, kind of like you were saying, like taking like courses to get certified and things or just learn things. I think most companies have like a budget for that sort of thing. Oh yeah. yeah. So if you find something like that, ask your manager and be like, Hey, I found this. I'm really interested. I don't know if anyone else in the group might be interested or like, you know, if there's any way we can, you know, get into this, but I think there's, and if they say no, okay, they say no. It's, yeah. what are you going to, it's a career development opportunity. Then no you gonna, at least look good because you're yeah. trying to better yourself professionally. Yeah. No one's going to get mad at you for no. wanting to take an opportunity like that. So I think, you know, looking for, um, any type of course and stuff like that for like extra learning and stuff like that is always like a good yeah. idea. Um, I think that brings up, yeah, like a good point don't be afraid to just ask your manager or your leader or whoever it is that oversees you and be like, listen, I feel like I'm hit my stride with where I'm currently at. You know, what's my next step? Mm -hmm. Like, what can I learn more of? What can I better? What can I, and like, that's a great person to start because they know you the best. They're literally watching your progress all the time. And they might also know like, actually, you know, there's opportunities to move up in this department and here's how you can do that. Like, I think it's scary, especially for women. And we talked about this to like ask and advocate for yourself. Um, It can be very intimidating. It's really hard. But you just have to remember that this is your life and your career and your salary that you're taking home to make your life happen. Yeah. So it's, it's worth at least an ask. Yeah. If it's, if you never ask, it's always going to be a no. Right. So, so I think, you know, it it can be really intimidating right now that the pandemic's happening and it's very easy to just be comfortable and be sitting at your computer doing your job and saying, oh, I'll get back to networking and get back to making friends and get back to being professional when we're in person. Yeah. You might never be. Yeah. Some departments at my organization are 100% virtual. Yeah. I mean, I... If I stayed in my old job, it would have been 100% virtual. So, like, so, you know, you could be waiting, waiting, waiting until it's too late. So, Mm -hmm. at least try, do something, you know, at least every quarter. Like, if your company goes by quarters, too, for you. Yeah. Like, something, one thing Mm -hmm. that helps better you in the workplace. Yeah. And I think it can be, like, important to, like, as much as it, it's also easy to kind of like, I don't want to say get lazy, but almost get lazy yeah. since you're at home. I think it's also kind of look at it as you would never have this much time flexibility if you were in the never. office. So use that to your advantage um, to do things, you know, to help you better, better yourself professionally, everything like that. And yeah, kind of like Laura said, like, just like, even if, even maybe if it's not every month or yeah, so every quarter, quarter. Yeah. um, yeah, saying something like my goal by May is to 
you know, do an online course on something yeah. or, you know, even if it's like, I feel like there's always, oh, there's always something to do with a tat or with a job of like organizing something mm-hmm. or, you know, like, oh, I, I, I really wish we had this directory of some sort like we should really put that together like I feel like you should really like work on those tasks like that that like are tedious and may take some time but like would help your workflow if you had it like I don't even know how to explain it but like little tasks like that yeah just start them and just like within um you know the next quarter or whatever um yeah I think that and like the last thing I'll say um with that if you still are being like nope I still don't have time I think I'm even more busy than ever being virtual um use your commute time like time that you would have taken to go to the office or to take like for me like I would have usually been you know taking seven o'clock train and having a 40 minute train ride into the city use that time to your advantage do I get up at seven every day no but sometimes i'll be like you know what i'm gonna get up at seven i'm gonna read some articles about bettering myself or that's when i'm gonna get my little tasks like yeah figuring out my you know what my next step is so use that time and in the afternoon too same thing yeah because that time you know doesn't exist for you anymore yeah make it no that's a really different reason yeah and like even um I think I talked about this in one of the other episodes we recorded today um but like even with like a morning routine specifically if you can get yourself because I know it's so easy right now to just like get up five minutes before you have to log on and I've been doing that this entire pandemic but within the past like three weeks I really started to have a morning routine where I got myself up earlier and just like gave myself specific tasks to do And I was always someone who, like, mornings were always so unproductive for me. Like, I didn't really start to kick it into the year until, like, 1 o'clock. And, like, my afternoons were, like, where most of my work got done. But since, um, like, creating more of a morning routine for myself and, like, getting up earlier and having specific tasks that I do every morning, I am so much more productive when I go to log on at 8 o'clock. Like, I get so much of my work done in the morning. And I'm so, I'm such a person of like, if a task is annoying, I'm like, I'll do that later. Yeah. But like, I'm like, if I do it, I'm like, now that I'm like up earlier and everything, when I log on at eight, I'm like, let me just get this over with and just like do things. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like if you're in that kind of spot, maybe try and start like a morning routine for yourself. Even if it's just like an extra half hour in the morning, it's like a huge, huge help. Yeah. So, so yeah, so that's really what we wanted to cover today. Hope that that's helpful. Um, I think that it's really important. We remember that we need to be paid attention to (laughs) and that you need to make sure kind of like talked about again earlier today, like about self care. Yeah. You know, this is part of taking care of yourself and it's just making sure you don't forget about yourself and forget that you have needs too. Mm -hmm. So, you know, just to give yourself some time to be a boss bitch Mm -hmm. boss lady and it's women's history month so what better month Mm -hmm. to talk about a boss babe boss babes love it
Okay. Well, this was quite a productive conversation. I feel so like <laughs> productive and professional <laughs> as we're drinking our clothes. Now we're about to go have another drink. Now we're going to have fingers uh, like a child. <laughs> some chicken nuggies and French fries. We are. Woo! We're very excited. Okay. Well, hope you guys have a fabulous rest of your Monday if this is when you're listening to us. Yes. And check out our YouTube and we will see you next week. Yeah. Talk to you guys soon. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Girl Vibes Only podcast. We hope you enjoyed this episode and we'll stick around for more every Monday morning. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at Girl Vibes Only. That's G-R-L Vibes Only to stay up to date on the latest content and subscribe to our podcast so you never miss an episode. T-T-Y-L-X-O-X-O Girl Vibes Only.